Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Fiona is on the line as well. Um, Fiona, you got in touch though to talk about your child being left on the sideline. Um, tell us about this. Hi, yeah. Um, my um, my son uh, plays under 11 uh, soccer and he's a good little player and he plays on the, you know, it's a small club so he plays on the team. And uh, there was a merger um, about six months ago with um, recent with with, a, with another club. Just again, two small clubs came together, and um, suddenly there was there were like eighteen players, and my son was benched. Now, in the club, it's very clearly stated on the wall. There's a charter saying that you know all players must get equal playing time, but that wasn't the case. And my little fellow was getting on for maybe you know five minutes at a time, five minutes in a game, and he he is a good player. But regardless, even if he was rubbish, all kids should be getting an equal playing time, and uh, and we said it, and um, and then we, we and it wasn't in a complaining way. We just said, listen, you know what? It's cold, it's wet. He's standing there shivering, and he gets on for the last five minutes of the match. Um, and because there was a merger with another team, suddenly there were too many players, and he was uh, Thomas, my little fellow, was dropped, and they said he could train with the team, but he couldn't play with them. And he could go and play with another team. Um, and he was obviously very, very upset about mm-hmm. it. And football is his life. And we said this to the coaches that this is ridiculous. You know, that you can't just drop a child. He's only 10. Um, and this is everything. He's been playing in the, um, he started in their academy when he was three. So that'll give you an idea. Okay. And I know it's, it's it's very hard to talk about it without sounding like, you know, somebody who's a very pushy mummy, but I'm not. He's just a child who loves the soccer. And uh, and he, so he was dropped, allowed to train, but not allowed to play matches. And uh, we anyway, um, we, we got in touch with the club again. I'm a single parent and I just went up and I said, look, that's not fair. It's not acceptable. He's a little fella. He doesn't understand he doesn't have a brother that he can, you know, bounce around mm. ideas off. So he, I said, this is him. He's on his own. And uh, so they got him. They just said, right, then sent all these texts and said, listen, yeah, he's gone. Thomas is gone. Uh, he's not playing with the team. He's not training with the team. We'll review, in, uh, you know, um, in January in the new year. And then uh, I got a text a couple of weeks ago to say, actually, we're not reviewing. He's fully gone. That's it. The coaches were very hurt if you don't mind that, men in their 50s, were very hurt that I was so upset about it. Um, and I basically, I'm to blame for my own child being booted off his team. And, and and that's it. The coaches were hurt, but there are four coaches with four children and the four coaches' son, sons always play. You know what I mean? And anyway, the, the whole point was that Jen Hogan's piece resonated yesterday. I think it resonated with half the country. Yeah, but it, it was there's really a lot of reaction resonated. to it. Oh, yeah, because I know we say it's uh, they get over it and children are resilient. I'm not sure if children are resilient. Uh, do you know what I mean? And I don't think that these are learning experiences for them because he's 10. Do you know what I mean? And I don't think you should have to be, you know, resilient aged 10 when all of a sudden you're gone from your team and isolated. And, you know, I was removed from the WhatsApp group and there was no 
real consultation and I hurt people's feelings. And I didn't even, I, I, all I said was, I want to know why and I'd like to meet with you to discuss it. Mm. Absolutely not. We're not meeting with you. This is trivial. Uh, sorry, goodbye. And that was it. Is there an age, do you think, Fiona, at which short um, sport, you know, should or could or can become competitive? Like yeah, a- absolutely. I mean, you know, sport is competitive by its very nature, you know, and looking at the women last night, I mean, they were so brilliant. Yeah. So, you know, and the competition was fierce. Absolutely. But I think, you know, when you're an older teen, maybe, or mid-teen, and certainly, you know, older again, yeah, competition is great. But I think with little kids, the whole point is to get them out, off screens, outdoors, meeting, and then, you know, get, getting all those really invaluable traits of, you know, teamwork and cooperation and looking out for your pals. Those are much more important than scoring two goals, you know, on the on the local pitch, I think. And I think that, you know, we have such a competitive system of football and GAA as well here. And I don't know if it's necessarily the way it should be for smaller kids. I think when you get to 14 or 15, fine, you know, and kids know themselves if they're good or not. But I know that, nor I was reading up on this as well, Norway, and I believe Belgium and Holland, don't have competitive football, competitive soccer, until I think it's age 14 or 15. Okay. Their, their national teams are amazing. And we still struggle internationally. And yet, but we're imitating the English system, the British system, you know, of the Premiership and all of that. And, you know, Again, I think you can do it as an older child or an older, you know, as an adult. But so, so are you kind of, is your point then, I suppose, Fiona, that maybe we should leave the competitive side of this, you know, to when kids are 14 or 15? But, I mean, does the... Serious competition, yeah. I mean, you can have competitions and you can win matches. But I just think that when everything is about winning and, you know, people who coach the teams are, you know, saying it's all about the, 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 you know, the win and the this and that and somebody who might miss a goal or a poor goalie who lets in a few goals finds themselves dumped. That's not good. And it's not sending the right message. Does that not help build up resilience in kids, though? I think certainly it helps. To a certain point, it builds resilience. But I don't think the system... I'm, again, reading... I'm referencing Jan Hogan's um, article in Yesterday's Times and my own experience with Tommy. I don't think that that builds resilience. When a child is so crushed they can't get out of bed in the no, morning. I, know. I don't think that's, that's not resilient. No, I know. And Fiona, oh, ju- ju- just in relation to your son, like in the aftermath of all of this and you mentioned it went on for quite a while, has he lost interest now in football? Oh, no, not at all. Like, sure, he wants to, he still goes and supports his ex-team, which isn't really, I don't think, a good idea, but he wants to. So he's just but, watching um, on the sideline. Yeah, and, and then he brings his boots in a bag and says, oh, you know, they'll ask me on, but they don't. And it's it's very hard. Yeah, that's hard but, for you too, though. Oh, desperate. Yeah, it's dreadful. Dreadful. So, you know, it's, you know, I'm, he's joined another club. It's a good bit away from home, but it doesn't matter. He's, you know, he's getting back into it again. But I just think that that kind of, like, yeah, Adults shouldn't behave like that. Do you know what I mean? They really shouldn't. There shouldn't be any adult who thinks that it's absolutely fine mm. to take a child from a team they've played with for seven years and say, listen, you know, off you go now. Okay. You're grand. I, I, I personally, 
don't think that builds resilience. I think it, it does the opposite. Well, and I don't, you know, I, I don't think that, you know, we should shield children from every disaster. And I don't think it, but they're, they're children, yeah. you know. Okay. Well, I, I'm interested in people's views on this today. And I know there was a lot of discussion around it. Um, I saw even some emails actually to Fiona from people about this particular issue this morning. But in listening to Fiona there, do you think, um, well, what age do you think should sport become competitive. 53106 is the number. Fiona, thanks a million for getting in touch with us here on the programme. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.